listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. My brothers and sisters, may the Lord give you his peace. Amen. I uh, began this Mass after the beautiful opening hymn. I recited for us the opening antiphon. Uh, usually when we come to Mass, we do have a hymn, so we may not have been aware that at every Mass there is an, an antiphon that the church gives uh, for, for the, this Mass. And so often, including today, this antiphon uh, kind of ties it all together. So I thought, oh, I better say it. Okay, so let me remind you, the antiphon was from Psalm 105. Let the hearts that seek the Lord rejoice. Turn to the Lord and his strength. Constantly seek his face. And that's from the Psalms. And that line, in many ways, brings together the readings this weekend. All right, are you ready? Uh, I have uh, I've often received the criticism that uh, I foolishly rush in where angels fear to tread. So I preface my homily with that, okay? And um, so it's, it's become kind of clear to me in my interactions with people recently, including the friars I live with, but also friends, family, other random encounters. I think we're, we're experiencing a lot of anxiety and tension right now, huh? I mean, this, this pandemic alone is enough to push you over the edge, right? Um, and just struggles and um, anxiety, tension, worry. Obviously, we're a few days away from the, le- the election. And I think we're all aware that there's this thing that's kind of happening. Um, there's a lot of words that could be used to describe it. Polarization, tension, division, arguments, um, hurt, anger. Um, we're struggling right now, aren't we? <laughs> okay, at least everybody I'm talking to. And um, add to that whatever's happening with the uh, media and um, whatever sign your neighbor happens to put in their front yard. and. You know, <laughs> So there's a big struggle happening. There's a lot of tension. And um, uh, I always just feel like it's so good, like when I'm preaching, like, Lord, what, what are we, what's happening with the people right now? And what is your word? The, the word of the Lord is a life-giving word. The Lord always wants to speak into our reality, like what we're really going through. And uh, so today's readings, kind of, at least in my own prayer this morning, it feels like today's readings kind of match what we're going through. It's always the Holy Spirit, huh? And so we see uh, in these readings a very important idea that you find throughout the whole Bible. And it's so important to point out. What we see here is the fact that God cares. It's been revealed to us that God is a God who is interested in us. He's, he's, He's involved. He cares. He cares what's happening in the world. He cares what's happening in your life. That's a big theme in the Bible, and it's a big theme in the teaching of Jesus. It's been revealed, you know, that not only is God real, not only did God create everything, not only does God hold everything in existence, He cares. He cares. Isn't that beautiful? Um, He's watching. He knows everything. He knows everything. Um, Sometimes when I'm stuck in traffic, which is a real New York experience, right? And I just look around and there's so many cars and I'm experiencing a temptation to being frustrated because I'm late. And then I start thinking, well, 
the reason why there's traffic is because there's all these other people here. And I look around, I don't recognize any of them. Like I don't, you know, especially in New York, right? There's so many millions of people around here. And then I have a moment, I'm like, Lord, you know and love each one of these people. And if I look at the guy who's in the Lamborghini next to me, which happened on my way home from this parish a few weeks ago, I had an encounter with these two guys in a Lamborghini. And I was like, the Lord knows everything about that guy, you know, and his history and, the, and, it's, and he loves and knows everything. And uh, so brothers and sisters, uh, here's what that line from the Psalm is talking about. If I was to offer some medicine for the ills that we're suffering right now, I believe the medicine that is so needed, like I'm up here and I'm being tasked with preaching, breaking open the bread of God's word for you today. And I feel such a strong clarity and conviction concerning what God is wanting to say to us right now. I believe we need to be more prayerful. We need to seek the Lord constantly. In the midst of all the confusion, all the division, all the polarization, everything we're going through, it's a crisis of prayer. It's a crisis of seeking the Lord. I believe it, you know, to be humble and to be prayerful. In today's gospel, we see these Pharisees and Sadducees, these scholars of the law, they approach Jesus. They're not interested in hearing what Jesus has to say. They're trying to trap him, right? They're trying to present him with a conundrum so that they can find something to condemn him with. They've welcomed a spirit of division into their heart. There's so, that spirit is so alive and well right now in our world. Just, you know, let's choose a camp and let's battle the other guy, right? And in the midst of that, we hear the word of the Lord that God is real, that God loves us, that he cares. And so he's inviting us to rise above all of that and to love. And again and again and again and again and again, Jesus keeps bringing it back to the center. Love God, love neighbor. It's the very, very heart of Jesus's message. It's the very heart of what's been revealed to us, uh, that God is love and that he is calling us to live lives of love. Love of God, love of neighbor. Um, boy, I need to hear that word today. How about you? <laughs> so uh, in days of old, uh, there was an image that was used, which I wanna share with you, the image of a ruler. So you, you can imagine like a, a foot long ruler, a yardstick, right? And uh, the ruler has, uh, you know, half inch, quarter inch, half inch, inch, right, all the way through it on it. And you can imagine what if we all had our own ruler? What if he's like, well, on my ruler, an inch is this long. On your ruler, an inch is this long. Like, what chaos would we have, huh? Can you imagine building and architectures or even clothing, you know? This sleeve would be <laughs> long. So the ruler stands as a symbol of something that's objective, and it's the thing by which you measure everything else, right? And that's what our faith is, that what God has revealed, what we believe, what is sometimes called the sacred deposit of the faith, this, this content of the message, this God who cares, he's not leaving us to figure it out on our own, he's revealed to us what he's looking for in our lives, what, what is the measure that he will judge us with when we die and we give an account? And that's where the, the ruler is a perfect symbol for our faith. So the only thing that's going to help us to rise above all of the division and all of the tension is if we constantly seek the face of the Lord and we're constantly going back to what's been revealed, especially the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but you know, the Catechism, again and again and again, this is the thing, this, this beautiful 
yardstick by which we measure everything, by which we measure everything. And in that is the grace to forgive, the grace to be patient with one another, the grace to cooperate with the coming of his kingdom, the grace to be a light in the darkness, a grace to bring truth to where there's error. Otherwise, it's just factions. Otherwise, it's you're on that team and I'm on this team and it's game over, you know? So that little Psalm 105, the opening antiphon, seek constantly the face of the Lord. That's why I'm just so grateful to see you here. What you are doing right now is the most important thing you can do. You've come to church to pray, to pray and to receive Jesus and to ask for his help. Lord, help us, guide us, show us the way. And uh, if you would allow me to run in where angels fear to tread, not even the Pope has authority to change what God has revealed. The bishop, the cardinal, the priest, the deacon. Right, deacon? Like, I don't have the ability to say, well, forget what the Bible says. Let me tell you my opinion. You know, uh, those in authority in the church are the servants of the word of God, not the master. And uh, so I've gotten so many questions over the last four days, you know, so keep in mind that um, when the Pope gives an interview, he's speaking off the cuff. That is not papal teaching. You know, (laughs) keep that in mind. If you're a little confused about things in the news recently, you know, the cardinal, the bishops, whatever, you know, there are moments when you have official church teaching, when the Pope or the bishops put out a document, it's been, you know, studied and prayed over and, and investigated and the wording has been worked on and it's a beautiful, clear articulation of what the church teaches. Those are moments of church teaching. And, and those, are, those are times when we can look for guidance. But if it's just an interview, if it's a moment of speaking off the cuff, or you know, even if it's the Pope himself, we don't believe that those moments are always guided by the Holy Spirit. Even the Pope admits that, you know, like look at St. Peter, right? The first Pope in the Bible, he had moments where he kind of put his foot in his mouth, right? And he had moments when he had said something wrong. Or maybe he didn't say it as well as he could have said it. So uh, anyways, that's my commentary on um, this recent controversy with the Pope, which is really disturbing for a lot of people. There was an interview where he was speaking off the cuff, and uh, that interview was like a year ago, and somebody recently pulled out two sentences from that interview out of context and put it in a documentary. And of course, now it's news all over the world. The Pope said X, Y, or Z. So, you know, we take a breath. We had a chance to see the full interview in context. Even there, you realize an interview Anyways, uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. So let's bring it back to the main message, and, and this is my conclusion. It is this beautiful, profound gift of our faith, the sacred deposit, what God has revealed you know, in Scripture, in teaching, and um, the official teaching of the church. That is the light in the darkness. That is our call to, to constantly seek the Lord in prayer. Lord, in the midst of all the fighting and all the dissension and all the tension, you know, only the Holy Spirit can break through that you know, to, to show us the way again and again and again, bringing it back to love of God and love of neighbor. And everything in our faith is connected to that sacred center. Every aspect of what we do, what we believe and what we are as followers of Jesus, it is always tethered to love of God and love of neighbor, love of God and love of neighbor. And uh, so let's pray for that grace at this holy mass that uh, the love and light of Jesus may break through the confusion and the darkness to lead and guide us so we may know what to do and to have peace in this world that is so desperate for peace. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the renewal. Please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. Thank you.